Hi guys, how's everybody doing? Could be better. Seth's been staying at his buddy's house these past few days, thank God. During a school week? Yeah. I take it that you and he- Don't ask. Sorry to hear that, Joe. You okay, Ed? You don't look so good. Yeah, well, my brother's gone. He died? No, no, just gone. I got the call on Monday. Checked himself out of detox. Oh, no. Yeah, I can guess what he's doing, but I haven't a clue where he's doing it. I don't know if you know this, but the relapse rate for heroin addicts is ridiculous. My hope is that he stays safe, wherever he ends up. Because I don't think I'm going to hear from him. Not for a while, anyway. I am so sorry, Ed. Yeah, what can you do? You know, the more I think about it, the more surprised I am how it never occurred to me that Kevin was struggling that way. Not because it wasn't a legitimate possibility, as Brian was correct to point out, but because of the house we grew up in. My dad was... nuts. He really was. But he wasn't the only one. When I tell people that my mom took his shit without ever fighting back, I'm not being honest. She really did fight back in her own self-medicated kind of way. Name a trank and she took it. Valium, Librium, Xanax. The scripts were pretty easy to get 20, 30 years ago. All you had to do was tell your doctor that you were feeling anxious. <laughs> Well, there's nothing more anxious than a wife who's worried what her batshit crazy husband might do to her. So, Mom mellowed out. When she ran out of pills, vodka worked just fine, thank you very much. Which is why we always seem to have a lot of orange and cranberry juices in the fridge. You know, when I was in college, my frat brothers used to make fun of me for being such a pussy about getting wasted. Sure, I'd have a beer or two, but usually not more than that. And never anything harder. <laughs> of course, pot was another story, which is how little Sammy came along. Anyway. Used to be that I chalked up my not being a hard drinker to the memories of my mom passed out on the couch with an empty glass on her stomach. Ted, that story you told us a long time ago about how your dad started drinking after your mom died? Yeah, well, it hit a little too close to home for me. So, here's Kevin. Strung out on that shit. And I'm blindsided. What a fucking idiot I am. Of course he's using. The two of us came out of the same nut house. He's a DNA drop-down, for God's sake. I just thought... I didn't think that he or I would end up the same as Mom. Hey, man. Don't you even fucking think of starting with me tonight. I'm not. I just wanted to say I'm sorry to hear about your brother. Thanks. Appreciate that. You know, if you're not into playing tonight, you can go get a cup of coffee or something. Thanks, but I think this will be good for me. I'm just feeling a little... raw right now. So, if I bite your head off... I'll think that you're feeling better. <laughs> You're up at net, Brian. You sure? Yeah. I'm feeling generous. 
Just don't fuck it up. That was nice, guys. Good game. Yes. You okay, Eddie? I'm good now. Thank you. So what's going on with you? Why is Seth at his buddy's house this week? Let's just say we're stuck right now. What happened? Usual stuff. Disappears for hours. Doesn't answer his phone. Doesn't return texts. Lies about where he's going. You worried he's... No idea. Anyway, one day, while Seth had once again gone MIA, I decided to check out his room. Tell me you didn't do that, Joe. Oh, man. Sure did. And I found what you'd expect I would find. Some weed, a box of Trojans, and something else. His report card. But not the one that Sarah and I ever saw, no. The report card I found was a whole lot worse. C's and D's instead of the mostly B's and a couple of A's that he used to show us before. My guess is that Seth photoshopped that one. Here's the thing. I can deal with contraband. Hell, I certainly was no angel when I was his age, and I can deal with the shitty report card too, although I'm concerned how that'll play with the college as he likes. Believe it or not, I can even deal with the fact that he's been lying to us, because, well, that's what teenagers do, right? The problem I have is, now that I know what I know, what do I do about it? So I talk to Sarah, and of course she's concerned, but she's also ripshit with me that I found all this out the way I did, so I decided to talk it over with Gloria. Good move. Yeah, well, what I got from our session is that I had to come clean with my kid. That my violating his privacy is as, if not more, egregious than the things he's done, and may or may not be doing now. I don't mind telling you that I wasn't very happy about that. Doesn't matter, though, because that decision was made for me a few days ago. Seth asked if he could borrow my car to meet up with some of his friends, and got back around dinner time, stoned. Didn't even try to hide it. Not to mention the fact that he was driving my car in that condition. It was like a giant fuck you. Yeah, but... Hang on, let me finish. I couldn't let that pass without challenge. So I asked him, point blank. Are you high? Yeah, I am. So what? So what? You don't answer your mom's or my calls or texts. We have no idea where you are half the time, and you're driving around stoned in my car. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? Nothing? No. I do have something to say. Yeah? I can't wait to hear it. You fucking searched my room, didn't you? Here it was. The one sin that trumps all the others as far as he's concerned. And now we're stuck. Haven't spoken since he packed up and went to his friend's house. Frankly, if this is where things are headed... How important is it for you to get back on track? At this moment, not very. I'm too angry. My dad is dying. Did I tell you guys that? He's dying. And I certainly don't need Seth's shit on top of what I'm dealing with right now. I'm sorry to hear about your dad. I really am, Joe. But perhaps this might help with your son. Soon after James and I blew up, for the same reason that you and Seth are at odds right now, although under different circumstances, 
Elizabeth said something that literally caused me to stop and think. We only have him for a little longer, Brian. She was referring to, of course, the fact that James would soon be leaving for college. At which point he emerges from our shadow and starts casting one of his own. Not only that, but the nature of our relationship was also about to change. I mean, what if he decided to limit the role we play in his life going forward? You know, I worked my ass off to make amends for two reasons. Because I was wrong, and because of what Elizabeth reminded me was at stake. Look, Joe, it's not my place to tell you how you should feel or deal. All I can do is share what I learned from a situation that isn't a whole hell of a lot different than yours. I hear you, but I'm not... Of course. But I hope you will be. Soon. Because these things don't fix themselves. I get where you're coming from, Joe. I really do. You know, I remember how I felt at my dad's funeral. Yeah, I went. So did Kevin, my mom, because, well... Because. Anyway, we're standing at the gravesite. They lower his box into the hole. A few of my relatives are crying and tossing roses. <laughs> I come from a long line of professional mourners. And all of a sudden, I feel this, I don't know, overwhelming sadness. Sadder than I ever felt in my whole fucking life. Then I start crying. Can you believe that? I have no idea where the tears are coming from because God's honest truth? I sure as shit didn't feel any love for the guy. But I'm bawling. And my mom and Kev are looking at me like, seriously? And it takes me a few minutes to get a grip. Jeez, what's the deal here? And then it hits me. What a waste. That's what made me feel so sad. My time with him was a waste. A complete fucking waste. After it was all over, Kevin and I went back to his place and got high. And I promised myself that I wasn't ever gonna get sentimental about what we could have had. Or anything else for that matter, ever again. You don't know my kid. Yeah, I do, Joe. I really do. Hey, look at me. Come on, look at me. Joe, come on. Joe, I said, look at me. I'm your kid, Joe. That's right, I'm your kid. 25 years from now, he's gonna be just like me. Is that what you want? I'm asking you a fucking question. Is that what you want for Seth? No. I can't hear you. No. Then do something about it. Not tomorrow, not next week, tonight. You got plenty of time. You know why? Because you're done here. Ed. No, Brian, you know what I'm talking about. You've been there. You too, Ted. You don't understand. I do. I really do understand, Joe. And I'm not picking a fight just to pick a fight. Kids do dumb shit. They push your buttons. They want you to blow your stack. But what they don't want is for you to give up on them. To think that your time together was a waste. 
I know you don't want that. And I don't believe that Seth does either. Talk to him, Joe. Get past this. Get past it before you can't. Thank you.